Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with comedian Liz Winstead, Minneapolis native, who's actually back here uh, lately, and we'll talk about that in a few moments. But we're going to talk about two shows that she has coming up. Hello, Liz. Hi, Emily. You've got shows coming up at Crooners, and I'm sure we could all use a little laugh. So tell us about what's going on on the 30th and the 1st. Well, you know, normally for the past 10 years, I have done a year in review show at the Cedar Cultural Center um, to wind down the year and talk about, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. And uh, this year, just because of the pandemic, you know, the Cedar isn't a, isn't able to, um, you know, be able to put on a show that feels safe. And so the cool thing is crooners was like um, doing these incredible shows where they moved their stage outside. So there is social distancing, they have heaters, and then you can also watch from your car. And so I was like, you know what? I would really love to be able to at least do three quarters of the year in review. Um, just to <laughs> talk a little bit about, I think, um, you know, especially I live in Brooklyn. I'm from Minneapolis. Uh, there's an election happening. And I feel like it's the show is part catharsis, you know, sort of holding the powerful accountable, holding myself accountable when it comes to looking at white supremacy and looking at, you know, what does anti-racism look like? You know, so it's really a, a journey through the dark times that we're living in and holding the powerful accountable who are perpetuating the dark times. I'll just put it that way. Um, and then holding all of us kind of accountable, me as somebody who's kind of walked through life with um, some privilege and where I've dropped the ball, where I can do better. And then looking at the election and saying, um, are we going to get out of this mess? Or is it going to be four more years of, I don't know, more mess? And so why not um, gather together and um, have a little bit of, of, of cohesive community around uh, all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Is this, uh, Liz, the first show you'll have done in all of this? Or have you been doing some online gatherings and, and things along those lines at all? So I tr I did one online show and it was just not that fun. Yeah. So I've been writing material. The last time, um, well, that has a little bit of a caveat. So the I am also, in addition to doing these shows at Crooners, I am... Um, I'm working on an hour comedy special that is a year in review. And so I taped the first part of that here in Minnesota uh, at an undisclosed lake where I <laughs> set up stage on a lake shore with like, you know, outdoor backlighting. And my audience was 20 people in kayaks out in the lake so they could be safely distanced. Nice. So I shot that. And then, um, Two days after the election, I'm shooting another incredibly small comedy gathering that is very Minnesota, also outdoors, that will talk about, um, you know, sort of from September through the election. And I'm going to edit that together and do that as a pay-per-view as well. And so the Crooner Show is kind of a lot of that material, working some of it out and that kind of thing. So that's the only time I've performed. Yeah. So the material is pretty raw, pretty much, you know, there's some stream of consciousness, I'm working with notes. Um, but also, I think that oftentimes, you know, for for 30 years, five years that I've done comedy, you know, it's kind of my jam to be the person who responds to the world. I co-created The Daily Show. I've been a political satirist since the 80s. And so for me to not take on 
maybe the hardest year in my lifetime and put it through a lens of holding people accountable, holding hypocrites accountable, holding ourselves accountable. I just feel like it would just really be a disservice. So um, I think if we all just go into it with some raw emotion, um, hearing a little bit about how we all dealt with the pandemic, how we're all dealing with um, what's happening now, um, the world never stops. You know, it's just like, you know, this unjust um, Breonna Taylor ruling we just got, RBG, you know, this presidential race that is wild. Um, how are we to deal with a pandemic when we have no structure? The poor people who are trying to parent their kids through all of this, they need a shout out. Um, <laughs> teachers who are trying to teach these kids. I mean, there's so much to mine as far as where we're at in our own humanity. Yeah. Humor can play an incredible role in, in, in doing a deep dive into it. I think when somebody feels like, oh my God, thank you for talking about this insanity that is trying to teach my children. It's like, I, I literally foolishly asked a friend of mine, like, so which program are you choosing? And they were like, it sounded like the scariest Starbucks order possible. It's like <laughs> half time, half calf, uh, fundamental homeschool, not home, in home uh, latte. Yeah. Or I'm just going to sit in a corner and sob and hope that Bobby learns math. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, so I think our humanity is so raw right now on every front. Mm -hmm. And um, if I can, if I can gather people to face it with some humor and talk about our commonalities with which we've been dealing with all of it, I think that people will feel a little bit like there's hope, they're not alone, and they can, um, you know, kind of dig deep into where they're at and find another day to motivate and move forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liz, earlier you mentioned about how you live normally in Brooklyn, but you came back to uh, the Twin Cities over the summer. Can you talk a little bit about, first of all, you know, for you, what that was like to be in New York at the height of the pandemic there and then to come come here uh, over the summertime? Yes, yeah, sure. So uh, it was uh, you know, everybody watched our governor on TV um, as the leader of America, apparently. Um, but it was very scary to be in a spot where um, I was actually, uh, I'm an abortion rights activist also. And my last traveling was to be in a massive crowd of people um, at the Supreme Court, um, you know, with a lot of people who are anti-vaxxers and a lot of people who I was surrounded by a lot of people who I could have gotten the virus from. And um, the good news is I didn't. But when I got back home, um, the quarantine lockdown happened almost instantly and I had not prepared. So I got home and I uh, I didn't have food in my house. I didn't I couldn't get a delivery for two weeks. So my family was sending me food from <laughs> Minnesota um, because the grocery stores there, there's no way to social distance. You've all been to New York. Yep. You know, it's tiny there. And also, you know, I live by Brooklyn Hospital. And um, when I would go out to try to get some air and clear my head, I was walking by the um, the overflow morgues that people were using, you know, U-Haul trucks and refrigerating them. And, you know, they were scaring you so much as to, like, stay home because we can't take you in the hospital that it was terrifying. Yeah. And so you went into a terrifying mode um, and it was pretty wild. And so, you know, no one, unless you're a 
jillionaire has a big apartment in New York. So I waited out there till June. And when I finally ate the last crumb out of my bra and had gone through all my wipes, I was like, I want to come home to Minnesota so that I can spend a summer at least in yards with people I love, at least having contact on that level. My family's here. Some of my dearest friends are here. So it was really important for me to have human contact in a way that was possible because in New York, people still, you know, were hesitant to be on the subway. You know, people just don't drive around and go meet somebody, you know? So it was either walk miles to meet a friend or not see people at all. Um, and so it was just good. And so in being in Minnesota, I realized that, you know, we're such a hardy stock here, right? Like I'm here, I'm going back to New York. Um, after my shows to get winter clothes, but like all of my friends are like buying outdoor lanterns and heat things. And I'm just like, if I have to sit outside and drink wine when it's 10 degrees uh, in a snowsuit and my eyes showing and I got a lamp and that's what we're doing, like I'll prepare for that. I'll do that. I am here. I am a hearty stock. And I feel like, I feel like Minnesotans, if, if, if the government doesn't give Minnesotans a plan, damn it, we're going to come up with one. Exactly. <laughs> Liz Winstead, you have shows on October, uh, rather September 30th and October 1st at Crooners. And always a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, anything else you want to say about the upcoming show? No, just, you know, come out and have a laugh and know that um, by just being safely uh, with a small group of your community, it does feel better. It just does. So come out, have some fun, and feel the warmth of your brethren and sistren. Comedian Liz Winstead, you can catch her at Crooners on September 30th and October 1st. Liz, thanks so much as always. Emily, thank you so much.